Going once, going twice, sold. You're listening to The Property Pod, an accessible and easy way to get into or help understand the goings-on of the property market. Join Aaron, John and Pat as they discuss all things real estate, most likely get sidetracked and then try and rein it all back in as they present The Property Pod. All right, everybody, welcome back to The Property Pod, your easy-to-access podcast all about the property market. We are a little biased towards Tasmania, but we're trying to be helpful to everybody around the world when it comes to buying property. I'm your host, Aaron Horn from 414 Media House. Especially those four listeners from Russia. Yeah, that's like I'm sure they're got, getting a lot out of the podcast. Have we got Russia now? All right. <laughs> and, and Macau, apparently. Apparently, we're like... <laughs> Hey, the, there's money in Macau. That's good. On the yeah. business charts in Macau, we've gone up from 394 to 391. So <laughs> we're the 391st that, most listened to business podcast in all of Macau. <laughs> oh, I reckon that money's about to start rolling in. Yeah, 100%. Look out, boys. All these Chinese investors wanting to do a new casino down here, they're us. <laughs> that must have been one of those planes that John goes on where they've got all the advertisements <laughs> for, like, hey, you think you're moving to Bridgewater? It all comes out of Macau. That's yeah. all it is. Oh, cool. <laughs> well, boys, what uh, what's on the cards today? Patty? You've uh, organised this one, haven't you? Yeah, I have organised. Mm. We've got a special guest today, and I'm super excited about this guest because mm. he's been helping people transform their homes for years. And he does, yeah, very... That's it. That was Autobots and Decepticons. I was going to go Terminator, but then I'm like, it's not Terminator. It's not Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> and I froze. <laughs> so I'm really excited today because we've actually got Adam from Shift Property Styling on and he's going to tell us how to present your home for sale and his services and how he actually operates, which is going to be fun. Yeah, because you've been to their warehouse too, haven't you? And it's yeah, massive. his warehouse is huge. It's mm. literally just, and Adam, you'd agree with this, it's just massive. It's just full of couches, pillows, beds. Yeah. Like there's a wall like the size of my office, just of cushions. Like if it was to fall over, I don't think you'd ever come out from underneath the cushions. That's how many there are. Sounds kind like of, a dream. Kind of like a bowl pit full of um, yeah. of cushions. You, you could, just, you could make out. one hell of a house fort in that place. Oh, yeah, yeah no, nah, it's out of this world. You were telling way. me about this thing. I don't know. We probably should ask him about it when mm. he comes in. But you were telling me about something about like a big giant staging area or something. Yeah, so they got these big mats and basically before they take the furniture out to a house because that's what they do, they rent furniture to empty homes for people. They'll style the room on the mat back at the warehouse and then once they've got it right, they pack it up and take it out to the house and put it in. So they know exactly how it's going to look before they get to where they're going. That's pretty cool, yeah. It's to take a happy snap of the old furniture already laid out in place so when the guys get in there, like, boom, done, next room. Yeah, but I'm not here to talk about him. We should really just get him in and get him to tell him. I think the coffees are on the way and Adam's on the way. So let's um, cut away to that and then we'll get Adam in and and we'll have a yarn. Transform this. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> 414 Real Estate has been operating within the northern suburbs of Hobart since 2006. With their innovative approach to marketing and managing your property, they have all your property needs covered. Find out more by visiting them today at 414.com.au. Got Adam from Shift Property here with us. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. Not a problem. Thanks for being here. So um, just to give the listeners out there an idea, they know who we are, but they don't mm. know much about you, Adam. Could you um, give us a rundown of who you are, what you do, and, and how you got invited onto the pod? Yeah, well, look, uh, I guess my role in property in Hobart is, is largely about presentation of homes. So mm. 
Uh, I've run alongside with my wife, Danielle, a, a business called Shift Property Styling for the last 14 years. 14 years has it been? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yep, yep. I know these wrinkles don't come easy. <laughs> um, so we've, we've been in and out of, uh, I guess, the real estate game as, as part of what we do for the, that period of time, helping people look at their property from, a, I guess, an outsider's perspective. The, the process of selling a home, as you guys know, is, is, is fraught with all sorts of difficulties, including emotions, it, it's history with the property, uh, it's probably not seeing it the way that buyers will. And I guess my role uh, is to come in and, and sort of isolate issues that uh, within the property that could be improved, that could be changed and could be seen more positively for the, for the buyer. I thought you were like a property genie or like a... Like, yeah, just don't um, come rub my lamp, whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like we have these houses and we're like, wow. And then you walk in, do your thing and it's like a completely different place. I know Aaron can't get enough of photographing yeah, yeah. once you've mm. been there. It's well, just, yeah, that's the joy of kind of going to a property and, and then going to it after you've been in and had yep. a go at it. It's just like, oh, holy moly, you can actually bring something... I often say polish a turd, but you can bring something that mm. looks pretty average. Yeah, it's true. And mm. you get a whole new perspective on it. Yeah, look, I think a lot of the time because buyers, or sorry, owners have been living in their property for such a long period of time, they actually don't see the kind of things that kind buyers of like that do. Retail blindness yeah. kind yeah. of thing that you can and, get. Yeah. And they've, they've, you know, they put tw- carpet in 20 years ago and it was beautiful back then and, and it's still great, you know, but it's not. You yeah. know, it's not what mm. buyers are looking for. So I guess our job is to go through all that that property as a whole and sort of determine what could be done, what could be improved, and and then you know at the end if they need it we can completely empty the property and furnish it from scratch. Yeah, so I guess like that's where I was going to just go with next. I was up Marytope Road doing a property. I went in and it was bare bones, empty, and there was yep. nothing in it. And and yeah, you know the carpet looked a bit average. It was kind of some. Nice features, but they just weren't popping out to me as I was getting ready to take the photos. Yep. A week later, the agents come to me and said, oh, look, I think we're going to get um, some styling done on this place. Do you want to just hold off on the photos for now and we'll have another crack at it? I got there and I was blown away. I was like, oh, crap, I'll buy this place. Like, yeah, yeah. This is a oh, really? Because I can make that happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a contract here. I've got a contract. Well, I'm just going to have to ask for a raise, Pat. <laughs> And I'm probably going to have to do about 12 extra podcasts a week to, <laughs> to cut for that. But, yeah, sweet. It, it, was, it was one of those things where I came in with a whole new set of eyes. So I imagine as a purchaser coming in and being like, oh, wow, well, I can see the potential yeah. of, of what you've created with this place. Where did the idea come from? I, I guess the, the, the genesis of the concept was um, it, it was about 15, 16 years ago. Don and I were heading away for a weekend, one weekend. We just dropped by on, a, on an open home. On just It was a local one we thought to have a look. And we were just horrified by how people were presenting their houses. Like, and this, this was a long time. This is before iPhones, before all that kind of stuff. So it was at a time where... The market in Hobart wasn't wasn't it just wasn't moving particularly well. There there weren't new concepts along for for start, for getting a house ready for market. They, they, you know, it, it just was pretty pretty basic. But what we did notice was that you go into a house and you see stuff. You see people's collateral, their their day to day stuff. You see, we were seeing clothes on washing lines. We were seeing stuff in sinks. We were seeing really poorly presented paint and 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 decor and things like that. And we actually we actually spent the whole romantic weekend away writing a business plan yeah wow yeah and, <laughs> i love and, that and so you know yeah well that's, she, she still loves it to this day you know, that, lo- great. Lo- longing looks above the table going yeah nailed it. I, I, I like that idea <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah. so you know it really it really started from there and, and we started out doing basic consultations with people in their homes so helping them look at objectively what their house was and what buyers were after from it 
with a long-term plan for five years to maybe get a couple of sets of furniture to style houses with. Within six months, our garage was gone with furniture, our back room was gone with furniture, and, and we just we kept growing and growing from uh, having our set up at home and out of a garage to a 70-square-metre warehouse to then a 300 to 400 and now to almost 1,500 yeah, square wow. metres of stuff. I'm wishing we actually had shot at Adam's warehouse now, I think about it, because it's amazing. We'll have to all come down and get some images of it. Yeah, it's a a big space. Yeah, Yeah, that sounds amazing. Well, because one of the one thing I do like now, Adam, is that you, with the feedback from purchasers, we'll get we they actually I think they can understand when that's one been personally styled, and they'll often recognise your brand as well. Yes, but I mean, fourteen years. I'm guessing that was a long road out of Eden to get to that position where it is now. And how um, what, what, how different is it having discussions with agents and owners now versus when you first started? And has that conversation become easier? Or yeah, look, it, it's a very different chat with them. You know, in the well, I, I would say in the first six years of trying to get the business up and running. It was, it was really difficult. That mm. We were actually laughed out of town when we started talking to agents initially about the concept. Don't, don't do it. It's not worth it. Mm. Stick with your day job. Well, I guess when you started as well, like even just a photographer going in and shooting in a house 14 years ago would have been pretty rare. Well, it was like, on 35 mil, if anything. You yeah. know, it was on, on film. Yeah, you so know? like the time that you were looking to start, like was, we couldn't even get a professional photographer no. paid for it and you guys are saying, well, let us get yeah, ready for something. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I guess, you know, it, it sort of all all stemmed from that, that basic concept and, and getting it up and running. Um, but, th- yeah, the agent take-up was slow, to be honest, and yep. vendor take-up was even slower. So sure. it was at a time where Melbourne and Sydney were taking off with the concept and so we knew that we were onto something. It mm. had, to, had to come here eventually. But, you know, we eventually got to the point where you get a, you get a couple of people on board who see that working and see the success of it, and then the ball starts rolling. You know, we, we, and I'd say now, you know, realistically, we we don't have to actively search for work as such per se because agents refer it because they know mm. it works. They they've had those examples in their in their artillery now. They know it it works, and and it knows it, it works for not only them but it works for their, their client, which is the most important part of it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Well, I know even we had um, one example was we had a house at Lena Valley in McGuinness yeah, Crescent. Yeah. And where that started was is that originally, because the owners had had that for its whole, ever since they built it, and it had old paint and there was, um, you know, but it had beautiful hardwood floors underneath it. And with, with discussion with the owners, the expectations were at 400, say. And they listened to my advice and, you know, they did all the work, painted, did the carpets, all that kind of stuff. And then the new expectation with the daughter was like, oh, I think we're about sort of bid fours here. And I said, look, can you please trust me and get Adam's crew in and get this whole property styled? And it was, a, it was a sort of a reluctance. But they finally got it done. And by the time the furniture was in then and all the rooms started to come together, well, then they're like, God, I think we need to start it off as over 465. And we finished at 500. Yeah. You know, and it was just by that pure process of presenting the house as it could be without, I mean, obviously that was a financial investment for them, but it netted them, you know, 70 grand extra in their back pocket. It's amazing that um, just adding some things in or taking some things away can just change the whole outlook of the property. I know when I go in to take photos, when you were just saying before about, you know, washing on the line or things in the sink. I just like, ah, oh, you're killing me. Like, I, yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to take photos of this, but it's not my place to be taking stuff off or I need to talk with the agent to sort all this stuff out. Going into a property I know has been stylized and presented in its best light mm. is just a breath of fresh air. And I think normally, I'd, you know, three hours to do a property really well. The other day at the one that I thought was a bare bones nothing, I think I'm there for five hours just having fun, just grabbing extra shots and mm. extra angles and kind of 
putting that extra work in because I've got something so beautiful and presented well to play with. To work with, yeah. Yep, absolutely. It's like having a yeah a sandbox full of toys and just being <laughs> like, oh, how am I going to make this look good? <laughs> what amazes me is that people are prepared to pay so much more for a property when it's styled, but the yep. furniture doesn't actually come with the house. No, no, but <laughs> I think what, what they're actually then investing is, is it, it's emotion. So mm. what they're buying is emotion, but they're also buying lifestyle and, and opportunity. So, you know, if, if for example, you compare a, a vacant property to a styled property – with a style property, you are you are getting all those sort of rich textures and those elements and that sense of humanity and home um, mm. over seeing the fact that the skirting board's on a funny angle and the boards don't all meet up and, and the curtains are perhaps a little bit older and things like that. What it does is it visually kind of distracts people from some of those things, but it also provides them an opportunity to see how the property can be used in a real-world situation. So mm. have you ever had anyone come in and say, hey, I want to buy it with the furniture? All the time. And we do sell it. You know, yep. We either sell, in a lot of cases, it's either a piece of artwork or a bunch of cushions or a house lot of furniture yep. um, because they've fallen in love with the property, but they've fallen in love with that lifestyle. That's what they want. Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's that, And I think even um, just... Distraction could be, I mean, that's a fair point, but also too, like you said, is that all of a sudden now they can feel themselves sitting in that space and, and living in that room. You are right in the sense that what it does is, is it creates this engagement with, with people that wouldn't have been there otherwise. Otherwise, you're just walking around cold walls and, and just looking at the view or maybe the kitchen. Whereas if, you, if you're engaged in the way the property actually feels from a human perspective, like for, from an, an emotional kind of level, then you're always going to entice people more. And if, if you can do that, if you can emotionally engage a number of buyers at the one time, then that's when the price is going to move. Absolutely. Because, you know, emotion is the thing that buys property. Well, I mean, it's something as simple that you, you know, I mean, I've got I've learned a heap from you over the years, but I mean, one little tip was, you know, in a, in a tiny little square kitchen where they're like, oh God, there's just nowhere to sit and eat, you know, have dining. Is it? Then you've just grabbed a little glass table mm. that's seated four, and you purposely chose glass because it actually keeps the room and the space open, and all of a sudden you've got a dining room. Yeah, you know, in that same space. So now just it went from you know a house with a lounge room, kitchen, and no dining to yep. a lounge room, kitchen, and dining. But for the sake of one table and a couple of chairs. And fingerprints. And fingerprints. <laughs> All yeah. the glass. Pat talking as a dad here. <laughs> and, and that's sort of one thing that I, like I'll often say to clients is that, look, you need to give space purpose. Yeah. Um, because once once the, once it's got purpose, that, that's where added value gets created. Because, yeah. yeah, all of a sudden, you know, one room transforms into two and then there's more value out of that room. Yeah. And so how is it then, what do you, what's a consultation look like with a client or even an agent from start to finish? What are the conversations you're having and how are you mapping out the, that property for the client? I guess um, with a lived-in property, it, it's very different because there's, there's more emotional engagement with the owner, the current owner. They are really the custodian at the, pro- at the process that we're at now. Like if someone's made the decision to sell, it's, it really shouldn't be their home anymore. It mm. need, they need to separate themselves from the fact that they're living in it and it's, they own the property, but it's not theirs anymore. What we're trying to do is move away from the, the kind of impression that it's their home to look at the, how the buyer engages with it. So we yep. want to look at all the aspects that will change the way the buyer sees the property. So with, with a, a consultation, for example, we walk through with the, the vendor and have a, have a chat to them about the simple things they can do. And then they're usually cost-effective things that are pretty straightforward. It's repairing 
damaged walls or looking at the way the curtains work or the way lighting affects the property, minor uh, maintenance issues that should be tended to, that they've probably kind of left and thought, I'll do that next weekend or next weekend or next weekend and have never really been attended to and they've mm-hmm. kind of forgotten about them. They're the first things that buyers will see when they walk in the door with a fresh set of eyes. So we're trying to eliminate all those negatives and enhance the positives in the property. So walking through with them would look at quite a lot of the, the basic kind of things that need to be done. Mm. You know, and it's really, it's, it's 101 when you do it all the time, but for someone who's lived in the property for a while, they won't see it. Yeah. And do you find you get a lot of resistance at that time? Can do. You, you can do depending on the cost of the repair or, or what needs to be done. But I think prioritising it to um, make sure that the things that need to be done are the most either cost effective or the things that will have the biggest positive outcome. Big net result, yeah. Yeah, yep. are the things that they've got to tackle first. And you, we might come up with, you know, in some cases 50, 60 different things that could be done with the property, but we might isolate the, the top 10 to get it really, really, you know, just finished. So there's yeah. some common things that you see over and over and over yeah. that people should look at. So yeah. if you had to pick a couple, what would be some common things that you see time and time again? I think I think a lot of things come down to um, eras, trend eras that we see in a lot of properties. So you, you see a thing, you walk into a property and you go, wow, this hasn't been touched for the last 15, 20 years. It's just... Oh, it's got that suede paint effect oh, on the yeah. wall. That's the blessed. Yeah. Bless early it. 2000s, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you get a lot of that. You get a lot of really sort of um, highly texturised and patterned tile in, in bathroom and kitchen and... and uh, paint colours, uh, uh, window furnishings are a big, you know, uh, some of the window furnishings we see are just, mm. wow. Um, you know, <laughs> you see that. Um, Ghastly. But, yeah, and, but then simple <laughs> things to f- repair like light fittings, you know, yeah. like like um, just basic light fittings. And in fact, even putting a fitting in the in, on the light so it's not just a bulb exposed. Yeah, in, the wall, yeah. yeah. Um, and making sure that there are none of the horrible sort of um, fluoro, you know, environmental globes for selling. You know, at the end of the day, they, they just don't cast the right kind of light in a property. It's making sure we've got lots of natural light in a property. That's that's the big one. So, the you know, the, the more we can remove heavy curtaining and, and let light into the house, the more the buyer sees potential. Mm. So, yeah, there'd be an easy top five, top ten to reel off. But, you know, if you can get them across at that point, then they're more willing to accept future ideas and other concepts as well. well and that's that element is, look, we'd, you don't want to be – your whole agenda for your client is, look, we just want you obviously to see the best result at the end of the day. And, you know, if you want to go 100%, we can do that for you. But we'd rather, you know, obviously um, have you invest as little as you possibly can. Absolutely. Here's the path for you to walk, you know, and how far do you want to go? Um, and I guess that if you can show that one little one percent there, one percent there, one percent there, and like, oh my god, this is starting to really transform, and they can see it as well, yeah, yeah. then it's much easier for them to, to go all the way into um, you know to professionally styling. And so, if in that, in, so what ha- will happen then if you've got that client who's got their furniture living in the house too? If uptake's the wrong word, do you find them more willing to remove the furniture and bring in new, or is it more so then they're just making those minor alterations? So with with the lived in properties. Um, it's not only about sort of fixing those those kind of maintenance issues we just discussed, but it's it's looking at how much stock content, you know, whatever you want to call it, they've got in the property. Mm. We all hoard, hold on. We all have way too much stuff in a house. We've, and all, we've all got that drawer that you open it and just falls onto the floor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So, but you're going to use that one day. Yeah, that, that Tupperware <laughs> will be handy, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I guess the, the, the end goal with that is to is to reduce and create traffic ways for for human pedestrians to walk around. So, and, and it's also looking at it from if you've got an open home and you've got say 20 groups coming through that open home, you've got to make sure there's room for them too. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it's not just for living; it's actually making sure that there's room for a multitude of people to converge on a property and still feel that it's comfortable. Mm. So it's looking at layout. So people like have furniture layout in in quite odd and, and different ways that they feel works for them but may not work for buyers. Yep. So it's ensuring that, you know, maybe you don't need three or four recliners in that room with the giant sofa. Maybe just having one or two recliners would work. So let's eliminate that and create space. It's it's about removing things that would be potentially um, difficult for people to grasp um, in relation to where they could place their own furniture as well. Mm. It, it's about creating opportunities for people to see how layout works within the property and making sure that you don't have that third junk room you know it's it's actually converted back to a bedroom so it's a saleable kind of thing you know mm. we don't want all the crap from your whole existence in one bedroom yeah you know, we want to see a bedroom so it's, it's all about that but it's also eliminating things that may be found offensive by buyers you know um and by offensive you know it's it could be you know, um, a, be- a bedroom dedicated to a particular passion, whether it be trains or sewing or whatever. You know, mm. we don't necessarily want that. Or things like football teams like Essendon football, on the walls. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's offensive yeah, to me. We had clients and I walked into the master bedroom and there it was, um, his, his wife, and she was there as well. Just she had this giant poster of a professional shot of her and like a big erotic um, photo yeah, shoot. No, we've seen that too. Yeah, and and she was just and she and she told me about it, and I was yeah. like, I think we need to get the removed. Oh, but I don't want to take it oh, down. That's that's what we need to take yeah, it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John's yeah. <laughs> like, I'll be. T- I'll look <laughs> after that for you. <laughs> but you know, you also don't want to see in a master bedroom something where you're creating a, a quite a um, an intimate space. You know, a Monaro bedspread. And these are some of the things that we've seen. You know, you've, you've got to eliminate that. You've vroom, got to, vroom. Yeah, that's right. Hey, hey, hey. Remember so that Bathurst that weekend. He was yeah, just right, yeah. It was seasonally styled. Yeah. Come on. Remember that one I had to Photoshop the handcuffs out of? Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't even clock them. I just like photo, photo, photo. And that's like, oh, that pink fluffy thing. Oh, no. Yeah, God, missed we, it. We saw a photo once when we were brand, like it was um, on a on a property. And at the top left of the corner in the kitchen on the shelf was just a Huge box that just said rat poison. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing sells a house like rat poison. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, carry on. Yeah, no. So no yeah. Wow. Where to from there? Um, it, it really is It really is about mm. defining the property, okay? And that's as simple as it is. It, it's, it's not a complicated science. It's, it's more an opportunity for the vendor to make additional cash. Yeah. And look, if you can invest, let's say, let's say you put in a thousand bucks on repairs, maintenance and things like that and you make extra 15 or 20 that's that's money bloody well spent it's a no-brainer yeah it's just simple it's you know so at the end of the day all we're trying to do is create something that really absorbs the buyer yeah and and from a buyer's perspective too you, you could say oh you're only doing this just to get more money well in the end, sometimes that actually helps people make a decision. Yeah, because we've had we have had that process before where the it's the exact same property now re re envisioned, mm. and that same purchaser will come in and fall in love with it. Because uh, yeah. not everyone wants that process of oh, I'll put in my own carpet, I'll I'll put in my own paint. I'll put. Some people just want look, I just want it done for me, please. Mm. Can you bring me that product? Yeah, 
I want it to look like on the block, but I don't know how to do that. Exactly. Can you do Can it you, for me? And yeah, I'm prepared Shana to pay the money it for, for me. it. Yep. So often, I mean, that process is helping people get out of their own way to let them buy something they really love. So um, even that instance when you're styling, and you might, I know with one of your things that's really important about professional styling is rather than having that six-seater couch, you're grabbing a low a low-sitting three-seater sofa with an accompaniment of two chairs because that fits the space better. It still holds just as man, the same amount of people. Yep. But the thing is now you've got a whole set of furniture that's designed and fitted within that space. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's, that's for part of the process. You know, you work from, with different scale properties over time. So you've got properties, um, a bit like Mary's Hope, where you, you didn't have a lot of room. No. Um, but it, it, it was functional if you used the size-appropriate furniture. Oh, definitely. Um, so it, that's what it comes down to. It comes down to selecting the right pieces for that right that property. And no property is identical in size or scale or space. Mm. So you've got to make sure that it's tailored to suit it. So you're doing a uh, more affluent suburb, will you be, have another set of furniture that will go in that will be like, oh, this is... Our A-grade furniture. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like uh, this is the gold standard yeah, that will <laughs> go in battery point. No, look, we actually, we're actually we actually firm believers that the property market has become a bit more of a level playing field, I think. I don't think there's that, that same sort of scenario any longer. Yep. We've changed our inventory over the years, and, and, and inventory is a really difficult thing to maintain. Because yeah, I was going to ask about that as well. Style yeah, and yeah, and, and so Trends? you know, we can. We, we, what we we do is, uh, and I'll come back to that that question is that we we actually try and make sure that um, across the board, all the all of our style properties have a similar kind of feel, uh, and and not from a um, like an identical look and feel, but they have they're all given equal weight in relation mm. to where, regardless of where they're located, mm. they need to have that same polished feel and and just because it's a it's a property that is of lower value doesn't mean it deserves a, a lower style to it yeah sure um because you know in a lot of cases we find that the properties the lower value properties that are actually styled generate a higher return than those um, top-end properties that style because there's limited audience for them but you know you get a you get an entry market property that's styled really beautifully and, and suits the market then it attracts a bigger audience and sells for probably a better price yeah mm. It's funny you say that because we take the same approach with obviously how we do our marketing. Like yep. with Aaron, doesn't matter if it's an expensive home or a cheap home, they still get the photos, the video, the 3D tour. It's all the same playing field. So it's yeah, yeah of similar course. to what you're suggesting is that now it doesn't really matter the price bracket or the suburb. They no. should all get the same quality finish. Well, yeah, you, that's right. But that, obviously based on the room sizes, like obviously uh, uh, maybe a Sandy Bay property has a bigger room and requires more stock, which is you know standard, mm-hmm. yep. versus an, you know, an average you know, three-bedder. But at the end of the day, it still deserves the same level of attention to detail as any other property. Well, you're still, you're still selling to human beings and you're still trying to draw the same thing out, which is the emotion. Correct, yeah. yeah. And so it shouldn't be any different. So, yeah, but uh, the, the, the inventory, inventory thing is really interesting because, yeah, we, we do have to update our content fairly regularly. Yeah. Um, and and that's, that's an expensive process to start with. Yep. But, you know, what we've found over the years is if we buy – we buy really good classic um, base level stock. And by base level stock, I'm talking about things like coffee tables, sofas, dining tables. Then what we can do is we can upchange with accessories, artwork, linen, cushions, all that kind of thing as required. Yep. So you dress it up with things that are on trend or coming yep. through. Yes. So yeah. Seasonally. Got, yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So, so what's a, what would be an answer to you then if the owner does just say, I know we've touched on it briefly, but the direct question is my property doesn't need it. Yeah, well, look, I, I guess you, you get a lot of that sort of um, that feedback over time. 
but there's always something in every property that needs attention, regardless. You know, and, and it doesn't always have to be a furniture package. You know, it doesn't always have to be that kind of level. But in every property we've worked in, there's always been something that's needed isolation and correction. And it really does surprise me. And a lot of the, a lot of the time, we get a lot of pushback from the husband. Does not interested. Okay, don't need it. No, I've I've maintained this property. I've looked after yeah, this bad boy. Hey, hey. Mm. Don't you worry. Um, <laughs> See those eaves up there? Yeah, <laughs> fake. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, chimney, fake too. But um, yeah, so they no. they need um, uh, they, these properties still need attention. But if we can if we can create if we can find those th- those issues that um, isolate certain problems, I guarantee you that husband will come back and he'll be the first one to say, "I'm glad we made that decision." You know, I'm glad we pushed for that. You're a good yeah, boy, yeah, Adam. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the wife's they're rolling her eyes in the background. You know, yeah, yeah. but you know, it's it's the small things that make a big difference. Mm, you know, mm. and if you can isolate those things to start with, and that's when they start the the, buyer, the sorry the owner really starts getting on board with the whole process. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I suppose, then, to it, looking at a property stylist, that first thing is, they always initially thought, oh, a lot of money, just furniture. Yep. But you, I mean, but that's just one arm of your service offering. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, we, we operate kind of three main streams at the moment, and that is the, the consultation service, which is actually going in and just working with owners, look at, you know, objectively what they've got, how they can be, reuse it and repurpose it, how they can isolate and improve. The second sort of tier is, is really um, going into the vacant properties and, and fully styling them from scratch. Mm-hmm. And whether that be just, you know, the basic bedroom, lounge room, dining room kind of package, or as we're finding now, most properties are doing the whole house. It's 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 moved from pushing and trying to get just that base package in to mm. just it, the whole house is done. Get it done. Yeah, and whether that be four bedrooms and two lounges and dining, whatever it needs to be, you know, people are more on board because they're actually more aware of the successes that this brings them um, through either family and friends or agent referral or whatever. And then really the third service we do a lot of now is um, is complete Airbnb fit out, which is proving okay. really popular. So mm-hmm. we, we essentially purchase the furniture on behalf of the owner of the property and fit it out for them. And and it looks like a styled property. So mm. they attract a really good clientele. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that makes – but again, it's – the philosophy is no different, is it? Well, you've got two Airbnbs in competition. It's like, I want to go stay in the magazine property. Absolutely. Because, because now I want to do my Instagram photos and send it to my friends and family. Look how beautiful this place is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rather than that 1970s torn couch with the uh, the cat, you know, scratches all yeah, over yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every time I'm looking online to go away – and I'm airbnb I'm looking at the photos and picturing myself in that space. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't want that crappy casting couch kind of couch thing yeah. there. Yeah. I yeah. Want. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Hey, no, hey, it's, a fair, it's, a fair, it's a fair thought. Yeah. Hey, we, hey, we did talk about the erotic photo of the, uh, <laughs> before. Well, yeah, uh, we might have to put an explicit on this one. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, look, the emotion that I get, and I'm just like, oh, my partner would really like that place Absolutely. with the beautiful styling over. Yeah. I want to give us that experience. Yeah. yeah. But it's interesting you say that, Aaron, because it, it's exactly the same when buying a house too. Yeah. So what you're actually saying is is reflective of what people are finding when they're looking at online for photos of buying a house. Yeah, it's mm. perfect. Why would I go and buy, look at that one? Yeah. You know, why wouldn't I look at this beautiful one? Yeah. I'll, I want to put myself in that position, yes. not in the Monaro bed. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, you never no, know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Red goes faster. <laughs> <laughs> Going to shift gears. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of the, I mean, we've talked a lot about different servicings, Adam. But I mean, what is sort of an expectation that people need to consider when um, and how much it costs yep. to, to style a property? Okay, well, I guess uh, th- there is a cost involved, in it, particularly when you're putting a house lot of furniture in. There, there's a lot of inventory that goes into a house. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, an average three bedroom house absorbs around fifty thousand dollars worth of inventory. Yep. Uh, yeah, so it, it's 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 a cost. Um, 
for us to obviously put that inventory in, it gets damaged by sunlight, it gets damaged by people being around it and sitting on it and kids on it and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So, but what we say to people is that, you know, putting furniture in a house, for example, is, is something that, as we've already discussed, creates that kind of that emotional engagement. It, it, what we're looking for with every job we do is, is between um, maybe a three to five dollar return on investment. So if they're yep. investing, you know, if they're investing in a, in a package of furniture, we're, we're looking for a pretty good return on that. Absolutely. So um, statistical evidence that we did a, um, a couple of years back on based on a bunch of jobs um, over, over a two-year period ranging from anything from around 300k up to, you know, 1.52 mil. We were, we're seeing around about a 35k return on investment minimum um, that people were getting back. And it was mm. selling, based on RP data figures, about 50% faster on, on suburb average. Yep. So I guess they're the figures we're trying to, we, we try and work with to some degree. I mean, if you can sell it faster, if you can sell it for more, it's a no-brainer. The mm. investment is there. Mm. Uh, it, it's, it's worthwhile. And if you're selling, you know, in a week, two weeks, and you're out the door, you're laughing. Well, that's a great point. Is it? It's the net result, or the, even the profit, yeah. realistically, that you're looking at for once the transaction's completed. Yes. And if you've, yeah, if you've achieved a higher price in a shorter time with a you know, with a more engaged buyer, well, then. The, the, the initial investment is completely negligible. Well, look, you know, an average three-bedroom house lot of furniture is sitting somewhere between, you know, depending on size of that particular property, is anywhere from about 3700 to four grand. okay? So mm. it's not a small investment by any means. But if, if, you're, if you've got a three-bedroom property that you have listed, and McGuinness is a great example, mm. and suddenly you're almost making 50 grand on it, yeah. How life changing is that? Oh, without question, and that's the thing. Working back on percentages, is that if it costs one percent of its value to invest in that, plus your marketing, and then all of a sudden you've netted, you know, an additional ten percent, you're actually seven percent better off. Yes, by putting that initial, you know, and then turning that into dollars. Yes, it's three thousand dollar investment, and you've netted an extra thirty thousand. You're twenty seven thousand dollars better off. Yeah, I think I know what I, which way I'd take. Yeah, well, there's a there's a holiday or a, a new car or whatever you want. You know, there's a plenty of options. There's now. a styled Airbnb that you could go to. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Damn well style. <laughs> well, I reckon that's about time that we uh, we polish this one up, boys. It sounds like all the properties have been polished up really nice with Adam. Uh, Adam, where can people find you out there in the wide, wide world? Okay, so we are all over Instagram. We are all over Facebook. And you can find us at shiftpropertystyling.com.au. Awesome. Excellent. We will add uh, all your socials into the show notes and we'll, we'll try and pump you up because, uh, yeah, I think it's really worthwhile uh, – Styling your property, especially with you guys, it seemed like it was a um, a no brainer. I think it came up a few times in that one. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Good, Good stuff. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Thanks, yeah, guys. Thanks for coming in, mate. No problems. Excellent. Thank Cheers. you. Bye. Bye. As a family run business, First National Real Estate McGregor understands that the property market can be stressful. However, with a strong team in both sales and rentals, we are here to guide you through the property maze. Find out more today at McGregorFN.com. You have been listening to The Property Pod, produced and edited by 414 Media House in conjunction with 414 Real Estate and McGregor First National Propriety Limited. This podcast is general information only and the thoughts and views expressed is the opinion of our panel and listeners should always seek and use their own investigation into any topic we discuss to ensure they fully understand their own situation. It does not constitute and should not be relied on as purchasing, selling, financial or investment advice or recommendations express or implied and it should not be used as an invitation to take up any agent or investment services. No investment decision or activity should be undertaken on the basis of this 